0: Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Brie. And this is I can explain
1: the podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. See, there's a large
0: fluff on my. Well, microphone. there's like eight actually. I know something's going on. You know what? This like was this the one you took?
1: Home? No, this is the one I took. Ooh, it's also got hairs and stuff on it. What's happening? I right don't here know. Today,
0: disgusting living conditions. <laughs> Anyways, um, and this week's <laughs> topic is Q and Gay number fifteen. Just, we just gotta let it happen. I, I just need to take a
1: couple of these little hairs off. I'm sure the, audio, I'm sure the audio is really a It's appalling. like ASMR.
0: No, I don't think it is. I'm gonna need you to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing today? Q. No. No.
1: Oh, well, you asked. It's well, you asked. Really Bad advice. so much
0: going on so um, much going on. Yeah. Well, you asked number mm-hmm. 15, good mm-hmm. advice from bad people, bad advice from good people, whichever way you slice it, you'll be yeah, getting advice.
1: Absolutely. I always put a disclaimer on our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast that you're asking for advice, but you're just, you're not necessarily getting any value from the advice that we give.
0: No, you're, get, you're asking for advice, which you, you will, will receive. Get. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is it good advice? Who knows?
0: No, it's probably horrifically <laughs> awful, but you asked for it and we giveth.
1: Yeah. Your nails look amazing. They always look amazing. Thanks. You do such a good job at that. Thank you so much. I just got back from Seattle yesterday doing a screening did. of Aging Out the Movie. Yeah. It was really fun um, and it was really fun because um, there were so many gabers there. And I've said it on this podcast before, gavers are my favorite type of people. Absolutely. As soon as someone says, I listen to the podcast, I'm like, okay, you get me. You get, yeah. Like, I immediately feel disarmed. I feel comf- comfy. Exactly. You know? So that was really fun. And um, before we get started today, if you live in Chicago or you live in, oh
0: God. Do it, Brie. Say it.
1: <laughs> Apparently, I say both of them wrong. This is how I say it. Worcester, Massachusetts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was worse than I thought it was going to be. That was apparently really it's bad. like
1: Worcesta, and it's like Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I can't. Massachusetts. I've never known Massachusetts. Nope. Massachusetts. Ma- no. Say it again. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That, yeah. <gasps> yeah. that was good. Okay. So I'm going to Worcester, Massachusetts.
0: Okay. Nope. You lost it there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wait, I'm actually not going, but Aging Out is. It'll be screening at a local bar there. Okay. So, um, ticket link in my bio at Brian Williamson or at Aging Out the Movie for updates on screenings coming to you. But those are the next two that are selling. Um, and yeah, I think that's all my housekeeping. Oh, Something important that we wanted to say off the top is obviously free Palestine. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I've been sharing about it on my personal sh- social medias. And the reality is, is that I'm getting death threats. Yeah. It's a, it's a very real thing. But it is important that we speak on it because we have a platform. Yeah. Um, the genocide that's happening is absolutely horrific and it is hard to go a moment of the day without wanting to burst into tears, just even thinking about it. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to, I think it's pretty obvious where we stand. Um, and our feelings about something as fucked up as genocide. Like the fact that we live in a world where you have to clarify that you are against genocide. Yeah. And people being brutally murdered, like children, like that's the world's fucked. Mm -hmm. It's really fucked right now. And the fact that I say that on social media and I'm getting messages like, I'm the bad person for saying that I don't agree with
0: or threats to your life.
1: Yeah, it's actually crazy. Yeah,
0: appalling. So call your representatives. Yes. Do what you can. (laughs) Yep. Um,
1: If you're in Canada, I just posted on my story uh, a petition you can sign. Uh, that goes to um, advocating for Justin Trudeau to call for a ceasefire. So far, um, you know, pressure works on representatives, mm-hmm. truthfully, because so far uh, the city of Burnaby and the city of Toronto, both those mayors have um, publicly called for ceasefire. So slowly but surely, we're starting to see more and more uh, cities and local municipalities trickle in with support, Um but obviously, there's more to do, so yeah, call your local reps, find out if there's a petition in your area that you can sign, and uh, yeah, let's try and get the people in power to call for ceasefire. It's fucked up, it's awful, yeah, um, but you know we have to find moments to have a little uh little uh breath for some queer joy to recharge if you will which last night was for me it was really really cool i got to be in a lesbian bar watching a lesbian film that i made amongst sapphic and queer folks and um it was really nice everyone was really supportive and kind and fun and we had a great time Amazing. so it was did really really awesome where I was um no one asked where you were mm,
0: okay well, um
1: if I'm being totally
0: okay. totally honest well, I'm gonna never go to Seattle again a couple of people
1: did mention that they're happy that you weren't in attendance okay
0: um could i get it names <laughs> photos is there security footage that i can review i just have i just have some you just
1: have some some, some things thoughts, to figure out some letters to send out exactly. if you will yes uh no but people did uh mention about you and about the podcast i'll take it i think they just uh they know at this point that you don't actually like to hang out with me That's so true. they're not really that I surprised when you're around
0: confirming that yeah able to confirm that
1: yeah exactly it's it's very clear for people that unless we're recording you want nothing to do with me so yeah 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 yeah. they're not expecting you and honestly
0: while we're recording I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm not particularly fond of you
1: (laughs) oh my god someone did come up to me and they're like I love how you guys are so mean to each other
0: (laughs) this is like I was like wow it's like a walk in the park for us you should hear us when the mic's Mm, off
1: that's true (laughs) um yeah so I that's all my housekeeping really um wherever you're listening make sure to follow subscribe rate us five stars five stars only and follow us on social media At I Can Explain Podcast Today Absolutely. we are giving you advice
0: Yes, I have some housekeeping oh, But I'll, okay. I'll, hit, I'll hit it next episode Oh,
1: okay, sure, yeah, let's do
0: that I feel like we need to get into the advice Because every so time So much advice to give Every time we don't get into it We answer two questions And the times that we do get into it We answer three
1: <laughs> Yeah, so let's so, go for four today Let's
0: go for four. Oh my
1: god And then um, realistically This will probably be a two-parter because we got a lot of advice to give.
0: Did we? Did we get a lot of advice Yeah, well, we, got a
1: lot. we got a lot of advice Okay. A lot of folks looking for advice.
0: I'm feeling particularly advisory today. <laughs> so... <laughs> Also, if you're on Patreon, this week is couch cosplay. Yes, we. <laughs> <laughs> I just
1: looked into the camera.
0: <laughs> I like you see? said yes. I was like
1: I was like yes, and then I thought because I thought oh, is because we're dressed comfy, and then I looked and I was like we are one with the fucking couch. Yeah, right I
0: like now. How you said yes before you had any idea. You yeah. know. Yeah, both of us are wearing heathered gray on a gray so just to just to fit right in. We,
1: I'm wearing the I can explain Gaberhood
0: merch though. Yeah, it's so you cute. are. I'm not wearing it. Too bad for you. I b- agree. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely agree.
1: Oh shit. Okay.
0: Did any Gabers have merch? That's the question. Any Gaberhood hoodies in Seattle?
1: Um, uh, people had merch, but not. It was Brian. It. it was Brian Williamson. It was, it was Sorry, we need more Gayborhood merch on these streets. We do. We do. I've, I've seen it, but I do feel like, you know, for the type of event, again, I feel like if they had both a Gayborhood item and a Brian Williamson item, they were probably wearing the Brian Williamson last night. Right. As a stand against you.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, I will be reviewing the footage, so.
1: <laughs> okay. We have advice to give. We do. If you could fucking focus, that would be great.
0: <laughs> if you could shut the fuck up for a second <laughs> so I could talk.
1: Okay. This one's an interesting question for me. And usually, honestly, I would avoid it because I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. But I do think it's an interesting topic.
0: I will I will um, <laughs> counter that and say you quite literally never sound just like you know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> okay, fair. How do you come out to your family as asexual when they aren't friendly? especially to the letter t i guess letter t like trans is asexual under the trans umbrella i don't think it you're is you're sounding
0: so informed right now
1: <laughs> but it's not right
0: i don't think so i don't
1: so i'm not, i'm not really understanding this question maybe that they know that their family is bigoted in general mm. so um, like to trans folks mm-hmm. so they're concerned about coming out as asexual here's something that's that's going to make me sound like I don't know what I'm talking about and that's okay because I think that's part of this just podcast keep it going. <laughs> is um what in what like if you're asexual right there's mm-hmm. asexual folks who are ro- like is asexual just talking about sex or is it talking about romance too because there's aromantic, yeah. and I think that's when you're not interested in romantic relationships. Right. And then my understanding, and maybe I'm not correct, so please tell me in the I Can Explain Podcast DMs if I'm not, that asexual means that you're just not interested in sexual relationships. Right. So, like, for example, like, me and you could date, but not have sex. The like, hand
0: got really close for that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reaching up to yeah. your
1: little ear. Oh, I like your little earring. So cute. Um. <laughs> But like you know what I mean So I'm like in what Maybe this sounds stupid Because you obviously I guess Okay I figured out the answer to my own question Okay, I was going to say Why do you need Why do you need to come out to your family as asexual Because you'd just be telling them that you don't want to have sex Right But then I thought about it And I thought the fact that If you were a bisexual woman And you were dating a man Technically there would be no need quote unquote to come out because you could just live the rest of your life dating a man or being married to a man and never tell your family. And it's not going to affect your day to day of like being able to date who you right. want to date. Right.
0: Right. Stay with me here. I You but took people, a question that I had a strong understanding of. And I, and am I unpacked on the thoroughly. Fucking, I'm on okay. the ride right okay, now. Perfect.
1: <laughs> um, but you, Those folks, those bisexual people, they still want to come out because they want to know, be known as who they are. Right. So even if it doesn't affect their day to day, it's important for them to be able to like wear that label proudly. Right. Regardless of their dating history or anticipated dating history.
0: Right. I would also say my understanding of that is like your sexuality is just a part of who you are. So you want to share that with people Mm. and being asexual would be a part of that. I also assume it would like clarify some narratives like pushed by family. Like I think there would be a lot of, I think there would be a lot for somebody to get from coming out as asexual to their family. Right. I think it would like provide a lot of clarity Mm etc. Right. I, they would be letting their family in and saying, you know, this is yeah. a big part of who I am and yes. probably explains some of how I interact with the world. Right. So I would assume those are reasons. <laughs> that is so true, Sean. But how would you come out? Honestly, isn't wasn't that the question? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I just, <laughs> I, no, but I do, I do I feel like it. I just learned something right, right now. Yes.
1: I, like, so I, you know, I think that's important. But yeah. How do you come out to your family as asexual? Very clearly i've just made myself known that i'm not the expert on that
0: topic (laughs) neither am i but
1: i don't know i think that's such a layered nuanced thing because i think i mean here i am an out lesbian talking about lgbtq plus shit every week and i just had that mind fuck when it came to how and why you would want to tell your family that you're asexual right which we've now discovered is not the correct
0: thought (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> um,
1: so I can imagine this family that's clearly got some issues with being, with accepting LGBTQ yeah. plus folks in general, because that is a lesser, um, discussed or represented part of the LGBTQIA community. There it is. Um, that it would be much harder because you don't have representation to turn to to show them like oh this character in this show or totally. this whatever right I, would,
0: I feel like it would be a very difficult thing because yeah, yeah with you know coming out as gay or lesbian or trans mm-hmm. there's for better or for worse yeah uh, a lot of preconceived notions yeah and a lot of a lot of things you can tap into to, mm-hmm. to help explain it yeah but I think. Coming out as asexual would provide like uh, a quite quite a, a number of difficulties, yes. but I would say you kind of just approach it like coming out in any regard, yeah,
1: totally. And I think maybe also would it be would it make sense to lead with what being asexual means to you, opposed to the term itself? Like if you sat down with your family and you're like or you texted your family or however you're planning on coming out um and said hey just so you know i something about me is that i and again i'm putting words in this person's mouth i don't know how they feel this represents them but like i have no interest in whether it's romantic sexual relationships or whatever yeah. with other people like i like connecting with people but part of who i am is that i've never had any interest in a sexual relationship with mm-hmm. anybody um And then if they're like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? Be like, oh, well, it's actually something called or a label that I use is asexual. Yeah.
0: Honestly, maybe the fact that there's less representation of it is a positive because there's...
1: preconceived ideas. Yeah.
0: You can kind of, uh, I would say, potentially approach it more of a conversation. Yeah. And they might be slower to get their back up because they don't understand it
1: <laughs> yeah it's true they, they're not gonna
0: understand what the fuck you're saying <laughs> yeah, for the exactly. first little bit exactly use that to your advantage yeah there you
1: go <laughs> hell yeah so yeah well i'm proud of you person out there asexual person out there with a family that's gonna know soon <laughs> what? Thank, it's hard to come out. Thank you out. for your kind <laughs> words. <laughs> it's hard to come out. And I also appreciate the representation here on the pod. I don't Absolutely. know how if we've ever really talked about folks being asexual don't at all. I think
0: we have.
1: Um okay. Should I pursue a cute girl even though I know I'll be moving abroad in February? What well,
0: month is it? First of all, (laughs) how long we got in the calendar year? Truly
1: December, January. It's two to three months to to when they go. To me, Um, it's a no.
0: I feel like I need more details on this, which is How long what you are you hate. going? How long are you going? Are you coming back? Is this a relationship that has existed for a decent amount of time? Yeah. If this is like a cute girl that you just met on the street. Mm. Maybe don't pursue it because...
1: I'm going to be bold and brave here. Uh-huh. Even if I was going away...
0: You'd pursue it. For two it.
1: weeks. No. Oh. Uh, the opposite. If I was going away for two weeks... I would, well, I would pursue it in the sense that I would be having sex with them before I left, (laughs) (laughs) but I would be very clear that I did not want to be monogamous with them because I'm going to an all-inclusive in Cabo and I will have sex with other people on there.
0: Right. I'm going to have my pussy ate on the beach. Two to three
1: months (laughs) is not enough time for me personally to know that I want to give up in, this is Sagittarius
0: speaking. This is very Sag.
1: And in... In a certain level of independence, especially on a potentially, depending on why you're moving abroad, whether it's for school or work, a very like... Or pleasure. Or, or pleasure, Cal. <laughs> Get it. Um, um, you know, a time in your life where you don't have to compromise, where you're doing something for you, where you're learning about yourself and finding yourself in this new place. I think to anchor yourself in a certain way to back home does not make sense after two months of dating somebody for a Sag for a Sagittarius.
0: So my thing is I would tend to agree with you. However, Mm. the reason that I stated that I would need more information is if this is like a relationship that you've had, like a friendship or something with somebody that you have found cute for years, or there's a prolonged history, I think two to three months, if you think that this person is somebody that you could have like a strong future with, you could, you know, let your feelings be known in two to three months. But if it's just a cute girl, I wouldn't pursue it. I would actually never pursue a cute girl. But
1: <laughs> Sean's advice is just don't yeah. ever, under any circumstances. A cute girl? A no. Cute girl. <laughs> I don't know. I just think I, uh, I, you're telling me for if
0: you had like a relationship with somebody yeah. that a friend, I could just be this. I could have nothing to do with it. But mm-hmm. in my scenario, you have a relationship with a friend and you know, you're going away but coming back. Would you try to pursue it in that time or you would just go...
1: Well, that's what I mean. I just explained I would, I would have sex with them. Okay. I would hang out with them and the entire time I would make it... I've done this twice to two different people. Right. I would make it very <laughs> clear <laughs> that I am going away and I have set a boundary that while I'm away, I'm not going to be in a committed relationship because... I do not want to compromise at that point in my life. I, that, I'm, I'm making a selfish decision for myself, for my own growing and learning and independence. And I respect their boundaries back if they're not interested in dating or hooking up, knowing that upcoming is a trip or time away or whatever. Like I was dating a girl before I went to Europe and I was going away for three, three and a half months. We dated for six or seven months and the entire time she literally wanted to rip my eyeballs out because I would not commit. And, but the entire time from day one, I was like, no, I'm going to be a sled in I'm Europe. I'm going to be
0: a slut in Europe. I am going
1: to be a slut in europe i do not think you're getting it. It's, you're not really understanding, but I, I was communication I think is important.
0: Absolutely. And then that also comes down to, I think what kind of person you are. Are you going to be a sled in Europe or are you just going to go like
1: pop around coffee shops? Exactly. Then you might as well have a cute girl back home that's exactly, like That you're sending you.
0: photos of the coffee to. Or you're getting absolutely fucking pinned against a wall in a hostel. It's like, you know.
1: (laughs) What's your vibe? Exactly. (laughs) What's your vibe? (laughs) You gotta do some
0: self-reflection first. That is so fucking true. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And you gotta ask yourself, if I am saying I'm going to Europe Mm. to get, you know, absolutely ravaged, am I going to actually do that? Or am I just building that up in my head?
1: Right. I also just don't like the idea of being abroad and having to like text somebody. Like you got to update them.
0: That sounds nice.
1: No, it doesn't. Not to me.
0: You're telling me if you were abroad and Julia was here, you wouldn't want to text But that's
1: different. See, this is a different scenario. Well,
0: it could be the love of their life too. (laughs) Like, okay. But
1: when Julia and I started dating,
0: yeah, she hated you. (laughs) She She really
1: flipped me right on my (laughs) head. Um, that's true. Um, no, she she was like, you know, had just recently got out of a relationship. She needed time, so we set that boundary. And then by the time we started talking again, she was ready to be committed. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. And I was like,
1: yeah. <laughs> Sean's balls just dropped. Literally. Finally.
0: Uh, it's rolling across the floor. Can you grab it? <laughs> Thank God.
1: Um. Oh, Jesus, this is like. I think I'd be able to figure this out by now. You would think? Google can't even tell me what to do with these camera camera issues.
0: I can tell you what to do. Get a new camera.
1: It's like a brand new camera.
0: Not for video.
1: <laughs> you want me to get like a fucking like like news camera? <laughs> <picture> <laughs> yeah. <it's> so
0: cute. <laughs> like with like a full body strap.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'll hire someone to be standing behind it, like and okay, and live, exactly. And five, yeah, four. Three. Um anyways. Um she had a Vegas trip upcoming in a month and a half, just yeah. a weekend in Vegas. She wanted to be committed. I said, Absolutely fucking not. She said, Why? I said, You're going to Vegas. And she was like i don't care that i'm going to vegas like i'm not gonna do anything in vegas i said no 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 i don't want to be dating someone for a month and a half who's going to vegas and going to the strippers and stuff like that i'm not interested in that right like you go to vegas you do your business do your time happens
0: stays there and
1: then when we come back we can discuss if we want to be committed
0: interesting so yeah i think this person has a lot of
1: i have mental health problems you
0: do yeah Good luck to this person. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that helped. <laughs> it's crystal clear from them now. And it was they short. Do. It was concise. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: okay. I think it's good because both of us have different levels of psychosis mm. <laughs> and very
1: different types, drastically
0: as well. different approaches to situations. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the good news is, is you get advice. You get two different versions. You get two
0: versions of bad advice, and then you just
1: get to pick which one you, suits you best. Truly, I think that's something
0: special about us. I uh, would happen to agree.
1: What? Who's is, who? Who is that? Do you know who Al- Alicia and Tiffany?
0: No. Are who is
1: that? I'm so confused. Why? Someone sent in a message that says, will you come to Alicia and Tiffany's wedding? Well, I haven't been fucking invited.
0: (laughs) We'll send the invite Yeah, we'll see if we're available. Like,
1: like, how am I supposed to know if I can come to Alicia and Tiffany's wedding? A, who are Alicia and Tiffany? Well, I don't think so because it's not asking me if I want chicken or fish.
0: And do they have a vegan option?
1: There's things to consider. Yeah, and it's not What's Alicia the bar or situation, <laughs> yes. and it's not Alicia or Tiffany who are writing in. So it feels like this is just a guest that's hoping they we might turn and the up. The thing is, like, hey, Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for thirty years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and It actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app. And it's an amazing value. The lifetime membership has all 25 languages. So you don't have to stop at one. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today.
0: Hey Gabers, this episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you're a long-time Gaber, you know that I am far from a consistent reader, but Book of the Month just might change that. Book of the Month makes the process that I find daunting finding a new book fun and special with new releases at the beginning of every month. I often find deciding on a title overwhelming, but Book of the Month's team curates a list full of exciting options, often from new and upcoming authors. This month, I chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amico Jean, which I'm really excited to dig into. I love a mystery thriller, and I love a twist. I was debating between this title... And Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch. And honestly, it was the first time in years that I was having a battle of the books. So this month, get your first book for $5 with the code PETALS, P E T A L S, at bookofthemonth.com. That's PETALS, P E T A L S, at bookofthemonth.com. Probably we would go.
1: <laughs> there's a 99% chance. If there's
0: a fish I option, there. a vegan option in an open bar, I'm there. (laughs) We're there. It
1: doesn't really matter where it is. Truly. I will be in attendance. But I don't think that Alicia and Tiffany want us there. (laughs) We haven't been
0: invited. (laughs) If we get an invite from Alicia and Tiffany, we will be in attendance.
1: We will be there, yes. (laughs) Well, you know what? Can I tell you something else that's very fascinating to me about this message and why it kind of confused me at first? Is the person who wrote in is very clearly not Alicia or Tiffany because their name is in the... Okay. Their thing. It's like my Instagram's Brianne Williamson. Their Instagram is their name. Uh-huh. But their profile picture is them in a veil, like in a wedding dress.
0: Well, yeah. Other people can get married. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but I'm just saying like it feels like this is like part of their brand. Just maybe it's, spreading maybe wedding this is awareness. the wedding
0: planner. Maybe it for is. For Alicia and Tiffany.
1: Oh my God. This is their PR rep.
0: Maybe we were top of the guest list.
1: Wow. That's so nice. It's nice to be wanted and included.
0: Yeah. We'll go. We'll be the flower girls.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But instead of
0: flowers, it's me and you with one of those t shirt cannons (laughs) shooting I I Can Can Explain Explain (laughs) merch. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> that is absolutely what we need to do. Yeah. so I we, think they're going to be down for that idea, too. I think
0: we're coming. I,
1: I think we're coming. We are also in the wedding now, <laughs> yeah. and we are shooting our merch at your guests. <laughs> also, I think that it would be really beautiful if the brides...
0: Were wearing the merch.
1: <laughs> and also walking down the aisle to... Uh, I Can Explain Episode.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. That just
1: feels... A whole I can explain theme wedding.
0: Yeah, or we're doing it live.
1: Oh, it's a live recording, so we're just talking about. Yes, we're talking (laughs) about sportscaster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can explain live on wedding day. Yeah, so we'll come. Send the deets.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I think this is exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, we have an advice update. (gasps) We have an. An advice update. Is this our
0: first update?
1: I think so. Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah, like we're what putting the hell? in all this work and like intellectualness, and no one's telling us <laughs> <laughs> whether it works. Scratch worked. that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, some of y'all might remember that there was a person wondering if they should stay with their partner or if they should buy a van and do van life.
0: Oh my! This this, this is if, like a deep if there path. was any yeah. advice that I wanted it was an update are this you gonna be house or are you gonna be van, van?
1: we've been wondering are, are they house or are, are they, they van? van
0: oh my god so
1: are you on the edge of your seat I'm literally for on house edge or my, van? my
0: fucking van seat
1: for those who are listening I want you to yourself to guess whether this person is house or if they're van
0: I have a guess
1: okay update I got divorced and bought a van. I am now van and so much happier. Ah, I guess van. Did you get it? I guess van. I mean, if you're writing in and wondering if you should be van, you already you're, know you're, you're supposed to van. be van. The wheels are just, on, baby. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> you're revving that engine.
0: Exactly.
1: Oh, my God. Oh my I'm God, so God. happy. I'm so happy for them. Wow. Congrats on your divorce.
0: Congrats on your divorce and your van.
1: That's so exciting. That's
0: actually huge. Like,
1: they, did, they really did it. They didn't just get a divorce. They're already zooming around. They're
0: already, they already got van. <laughs> they might have got van before divorce. <laughs> they (laughs) might have driven to the courthouse (laughs) in van
1: (laughs) oh I'm so happy for you oh my god you know what and this is this is the thing to the person that wrote in earlier about the cute girl yeah ask yourself cute girl or do you want to be van (laughs) because van is a vibe it's not just about driving a van
0: no it's about being van
1: it's about being van
0: I'm so happy I'm
1: so proud of this person
0: I love them. Wow. I love Van. I also feel like this is, you know, a good... Excuse me. I feel like the the exponentially happier should be, a, you know, a call to arms. For <laughs> anybody out here that was listening to that episode yeah. and thinking, ah, I might be Van.
1: I, yeah. This I is, thought I was House, but now that I'm listening to this, I think I'm Van. And Van,
0: this is your, your, this is your, your time to shine. Or shine maybe the you're van currently
1: up. Van and you want to be House. You want to be
0: House. It's time to park the... van. <laughs>
1: Because I think there's some lesbians out there that that have been, manipula- been manipulated into van into van. Like they're not interested in van life, but they you know they've seen the TikTok lesbian couples doing the van. Yes, and one of their partners said, "I want to do van," and now they're stuck in van, oh. and they want to be house.
0: They want to pull the e brake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they want to press that ejection button. <laughs> yeah, lot. get up the hell out of van.
0: Get the ho- get in house. B house,
1: <laughs> B house. So B house or B van?
0: Yeah, do what's right for you. We're back. This is so that beautiful. That is so exciting. Congrats that is to so this exciting. Person. We saved their life. We did. Oh my god, like an that... airbag in the van.
1: I I know we've saved like probably thousands of lives by now, but it's always nice to add another one exactly onto the list. Van. Wow.
0: Story of inspiration.
1: Oh my god, this person's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, from one extreme to from another. From one of our
1: Gabers out there. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. You know, they knew what they were fucking doing when they wrote this in. How do I cope with my favorite podcast releasing episodes super inconsistently?
0: Um. Well, you cope yeah. by listening to the free content you're getting. Multiple times. With... An element of surprise, which is sexy.
1: <laughs> that is so true. Because we're yeah. you never know when it's gonna happen. No, when it's, it's gonna spring up. Like yeah. if
0: you were having sex every day at three p.m., don't you think you'd get a little bored? <laughs> but if you were having sex every day at three PM and then suddenly Three oh five. Or where is the sex? And the next day, twelve fifty nine. Exciting. Hot. You're getting railed. Freaky.
1: Wow, that is so freaky. <laughs> and you know what? this person we have issues <laughs> I've got you know they're on the hit list yeah they knew what they were doing when they wrote that question absolutely in. that
0: was
1: that was a direct shot that was
0: yeah that was very rude
1: unless they're talking about a different podcast oh yeah no
0: no no like we, we're obviously the favorite
1: mm-hmm. um I think we're okay never mind
0: no you can't defend I it, can't do it. No. I can't. we've been off the rails we have yeah yeah
1: we have I'm just kidding. I love you person, but you are an asshole.
0: <laughs> I love a lot of assholes. Uh, yeah. So. I'm
1: sitting next to Sean. Yeah. <laughs> He's my best friend. So, you know, you know where I stand. It's in you. Yeah. Um, okay.
0: I've never seen somebody look so visually pained <laughs> while reading. Well, it is hard to read.
1: <laughs> Oh, should I get back with my ex? We got divorced because she cheated.
0: No, I don't need to hear the rest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I fucking love that. (laughs) Okay, Couldn't agree more. All it says is together. They were together for 10 years. No. Yeah, no.
0: No. Quick answer on that one. It's not even that you separated. It's that there was... Cause like you didn't get to a divorce casually. Like it wasn't no. like they cheated and then the next day you were divorced. Yeah. I'm sure there were conversations and yeah. there were feelings hurt and there was trust broken and there were layers. You had to go to a courthouse. You had to spend money. Like by van, by a van. A one of them is van. Probably now one is house. Yeah. Um, no, no, no.
1: no. And the, you already know that. You, you know that you're together s- with come your on.
0: cheating ex. No. See you later. Yeah. Next Next <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Oh this one's hard My girlfriend's mom either ignores our relationship Or bashes me How should I navigate that Well as queer people mm-hmm. um, Unfortunately I think this is like A big consistent problem But I will say from therapy um, Because I have been in similar situations that you just have to realize that it's it's so hard to do, but genuinely, like, you will not be able to change her, her mom. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not going to happen. So you have to just stand strong and knowing there's nothing wrong about you. And you also have to communicate with your partner about how they can better support you through that. Because at the end of the day, if it's your partner's mom... It's their job to make sure that you feel supported when that's happening yeah. and that they're standing up for you. Um, and unfortunately, inf- sometimes you just have to kind of have a you two against the world's take it or leave it mentality um, because trying to change someone's mind and navigate that, especially when it's traditionally someone that you're supposed to be trying to impress like a mother-in-law or so like usually it's supposed to be like you're walking on eggshells you're trying to like get in their good books everything but they're an asshole so it's a weird dynamic um and I think because of that like you just really have to lean on your partner to make sure they're supporting you and just know it has nothing to do with you I agree I have to change the battery
0: oh my god is that happening oh my god we're back yeah okay
1: things are going swimmingly over here oh it's
0: just great
1: (sighs) (laughs) oh this is an interesting one okay lay it on me my friend introduced me to a guy as a hookup but he's great but she doesn't want us to date
0: just do it
1: Okay, there's, there's more information okay. here. It, usually you don't get more information, so I'm going to give it to you because I feel like you, you thrive on more I in, do love that And this is,
0: this Gaper, I appreciate you.
1: Yeah. It's her boyfriend's friend, and she doesn't want me in his friend group. Mm. But I see potential. It's early, but would I be a bad friend to want to date him? Usually stone cold and don't ever like people, especially straight men. Dot, dot, dot. Ew. Agree. <laughs> In brackets, I'm by. But why would she set us up if she thought we'd be good if she didn't want us to date?
0: Um, I don't think you would be a bad friend, personally. Mm-hmm. I think it's really stupid mm-hmm. when people put boundaries yeah. on things. I think that is them being a bad friend. Yes. I would also say them... Introducing a potential connection for you to have sex with, yeah, and then saying like, "Whoa, don't don't take it too far," yeah, what is like setting you up for failure. Um, just a little anecdote as well. Mm -hmm. My sister started dating her husband with the strong. Suggestion from her friend that she wasn't allowed to date anybody in her friend group and she started dating this person and she was like incredibly yeah. mad and then they got married and her other friend was one of her wedding party yeah so So they
1: figure you figure it out you
0: figure it out I also think people put weird boundaries on things like they're Mm -hmm. probably creating a vision of what you and the friend group is gonna look like yes and putting their interpretation of the friend group Mm -hmm. on you but like
1: I think it comes from a place of insecurity too because it's like they're like a lot of times people are nervous like oh well if you come into the friend group then like where does my place sit within that? And so that's like, I agree with everything you're saying, but I also think that I have been on the other side of it, not when it comes to like people dating or anything like that. Yeah. But I do have like certain friends that are really nice to have because they're not friends with any of my other friends. Right. And so when it comes to a platonic situation like I have some friends that have been like lifelong friends that don't hang out with any of my other friends yeah but or,
0: you wouldn't be suggesting that those friends exactly me.
1: exactly exactly so <laughs> yeah. it's different like you can't be like here introduce this person hope you like them enough to fuck yeah but also don't get feelings or ever talk to them again or hang out with them while they're with my friend group like life doesn't work like that no I think it's okay to want to have like separate spaces where you can be independent with different people or like something I love about one friend in mine that comes, what the fuck am I saying? One friend that comes to mind is that because she doesn't hang out with anyone else that I hang out with. Yeah. When I go and talk to her about like situations that are happening with friends or with my girlfriend or anything like that, the advice she gives feels very unbiased mm. because she's not also, she doesn't also have like situations going on with those same people. Yes. So she's just kind of getting the facts from an outsider perspective. Yep. And because of that, she's really good at telling me when I'm being a douche as well. And also, it's nice and refreshing to sometimes just separate from who you are always around and just have. I think a lot of people find this with, like, a coworker or a work friend. You know what I mean? Like, it feels separate in kind of a safe, nice way. Um, But again, like Sean said, I am not trying to get her to fuck anyone.
0: Yeah. They set you up for failure. Yeah. I I also just explained it to them. Be like, listen, I had every intention to just get my back blown out. Yeah. I was trying to just do that for you. But he hit it too hard. Yeah. And he hit my heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he hit my heart. <laughs> no, yeah, I think I think too bad, so sad for them. Yeah. They're being selfish if they're trying to block you from any sort of happiness. I don't think that's a true friend. There's a cock block and then
0: there's a heart block, which is what you're getting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so much sadder. It's so much sadder. Oh, my God. And, yeah, you obviously feel very connected to this person and if they seem to vibe out, too. Like, I think... My biggest advice is just be honest with him from the jump. Yes. I think the worst thing you can do is because you're nervous. Yeah, hide it. it. Like that you're continuing dating and being like shady and like behind the scenes about it. that'll
0: blow up and that one's kind of on you.
1: Yeah, 100%. Just be straight up with your friend. Like, hey, you know, that guy you set me up with to hook up with. I actually have feelings for him and I think I'm going to pursue something. And if she's like... No, I don't want you to do that because it's in my friend group. Just be like, listen, at the end of the day, we're adults and I have feelings for someone, and I'm not going to not pursue something I have feelings with because you don't have some weird to. boundary about friend groups. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's your problem, not mine.
0: I agree. That's an and ish. they'll get over it. Ish if they're a good friend, they'll get me. over it.
1: Yeah. Non ish. Um. Oh. I don't know what that oh, oh oh wow Okay so this is a person that's writing in I'm gonna see if they have their pronouns in their bio because I think that gives some some context. Okay, so hold on.
0: Bree's hacking the mainframe right now. Yeah, I'm
1: literally trying to figure this out here. Do 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 Yes, okay. Pronouns he, him, his. Okay, so he, him, his has written in, how do I tell if I'm being queer baited by a straight man or if he is actually flirting with me? Mm. Mm, Is it a fun little flirt for the straight man or is it more?
0: How do you know? Honestly, you don't.
1: I mean, at the very least, if you consider him to be a straight man, that you know that he's at least not out. So you're going to have to deal with that dynamic. True. Like you, you know at the very bare minimum that there's either some shame there or he's denying who he is to the majority of people. Yeah. So even if he actually isn't straight and is flirting or is interested, there's a lot to unpack.
0: Yeah. Also, like, how do you know? You probably won't unless you had a conversation about it. Yeah, like it's really hard to get somebody's yeah intentions unless it's directly from the mouth.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's so hard because straight men are scary. So, like, they're in most scary, cases, but they're I also say...
0: so scared of like admitting any emotion yeah. or any connection to somebody that's like outside of the societal yeah. norm so like in
1: most cases I'd say oh just have a conversation but like I worry with this person like what if they're like
0: what the fuck are you talking yeah. about yeah and if they're like I'm not flirting with like, you like
1: fuck off you weirdo like for that you know what I mean like I could see it going that direction with someone who has internalized homophobia or totally shame around their actual feelings
0: I think a lot of straight like curious straight men mm-hmm. like to like play the game yeah in the field of like nothing being solved yeah. because it feels like safe and like kind of fun yes. and like a game to them. Yes. But as soon as it becomes the reality of you asking of like more a straight up conversation, yeah. they can get like violent. Yeah. Or they can get incredibly defensive, or they can rude hostile. cut you off, yeah. or all these things. So I don't know how you know. I
1: think just ask yourself maybe if you're into this person. I think the first question would be. If the answer is yes, if the answer is yes, that he does in fact want to flirt or have some interest in me, am I interested enough in this person to be along for the ride of unpacking all of his internalized homophobia, his coming out journey, him... Wanting to hide our relationship and who we are, etc. So even if the conversation went great with him, but he said, yeah, but don't tell anyone because I'm telling everyone I'm straight. Do you want to be a part of that experience? Also,
0: I think, unfortunately, but I think sometimes the flirting with straight men Mm -hmm. works two ways Yeah, where it's like, am I flirting with this person? Yeah, because I know that it's like forbidden or it's it's not gonna work or all like am I flirting because it's exciting or am I flirting because I actually have interest in this person
1: a hundred percent
0: and they are kind of potentially doing the same to you as well am I flirting with this man because I potentially might like Men, yes, or am I, you know, just like having fun at someone else's expense? In a yeah, way? like,
1: are you confusing that excitement for actually really liking this person and being a plausible person that you could actually see yourself with?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think there's like a de- definite stereotype in the lesbian community of a- always wanting the straight girl, yeah. And when I was younger, you know, single, and at the time, I didn't have a big Uh, queer friend group and i was like the only out person in my circle so i would be going to parties and clubs with all of my straight friends and i was the token lesbian that all the straight girls like to flirt with or make out with or hook up with yeah but it was always under the understanding that like either a don't tell anybody or b Oh, but I'm straight. I'm just doing it for fun because I like Brie. She's yeah. funny. She's cute. So I'll make it with her at the club. But like, I obviously don't like her. I don't want to do in anything. Right. And I think a big thing for me navigating that was making sure I was always protecting myself first. Like, so long as I was having fun, I think that's fine to do. Yeah. Like, it's fine to flirt or hook up with someone who's straight. Who cares? But you also have to set your expectations that, like, you can't just expect someone's going to all of a sudden want to come out for you or that someone is even gay. If they're telling you they're straight, unfortunately right now you got to believe them. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. So it's a, it's a tough thing to navigate, but may the gay gods be with you.
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to do a part two of advice because we got so much more to give.
0: We're just so filled with advice.
1: We are filled to the brim,
0: filled to the brim.
1: So much knowledge, so much to deliver to the gamers, so queer knowledge. I'm so mad at that person who told us that we're being inconsistent. I'm why? Not, I'm not ready to face the truth.
0: Cause they're right.
1: Yeah. I don't like the truth being thrown in my face like that.
0: Well, it's right there. You got to open your eyes. <laughs> Sometimes you're the problem. Like Taylor Swift said.
1: Okay. I have to make a note on that. Uh Uh-huh. Anti hero slaps. Of course it that does. That song is so good.
0: Yeah. That's why it's nominated for Grammys.
1: Okay, there you have you know? it. Do you believe her and Travis are real? Or do you think it's a PR stunt? I think stunt? they're
0: going to get married. I don't think it's a PR stunt at all.
1: I think they're going to get married too, and it's really hurting me because I was very deep on the Gaylor train and that all of her boyfriends were PR, and now I'm stressed that it might not be real. I'm getting the rug pulled from well, her. Well, I me.
0: still think she had intimate relationships with women. Me too, but, but I was I... hoping
1: that she was like not interested in actually being with a man.
0: That's... Obviously not what was happening. <laughs> there's gailers and then there's people that just don't live in reality. Um, mm, yeah. But I think they're going to get married. She is entirely different with him than she's ever been with anybody. Yeah. Changing even just fucking lyrics to like show at, it. To people. Like running to kiss yeah. him. Wait,
1: what are the lyric changes
0: in um, Karma? Yeah. When she's like listing, like Karma is a yeah cat on your lap or whatever, in her concert in uh, Buenos Aires, she, I don't know that's how you pronounce that. Anyways. It sounded um, nice. Thank you. Um, She was listing all the things that Karma is, and then she said, Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. And then all the dancers were, like, shocked that she said that. And then after she, like, ran off, the stage and like kissed him which she has never done no for anybody she's
1: so private with yeah. her stuff so
0: i think this one's different
1: hmm. it's giving pr
0: uh, anyways
1: thank you so much for listening <laughs> wherever you are listening make sure to follow a subscriber it is five stars five stars only and make sure to go follow us on social media at i can explain Podcast and personally at sean.lusk at brianne williamson come to screenings at aging out the movie if you want us to tour with this podcast Please let us know in the DMs. Everyone at Seattle was telling me we should.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Do live podcasts. Touring.
0: Okay. Good. Well, until <laughs> next time, we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood.